0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Dear Fandom, where everything you like is terrible. And you know what? That's just peachy. I'm Hillary. And I'm Megan. And today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Today we are discussing um, the very apparently controversial <laughs> musical by Lynn Manuel Miranda called Hamilton.
1: Called Moana. <laughs> called,
0: <laughs> called In the Heights. Called In the Heights. To <laughs> electric boogaloo. <laughs> I just ah. Uh.
1: So, just quickly, as a for as a as a disclaimer, this is less about Hamilton the musical, which is amazing. If you don't like it, that's absolutely your prerogative to not like it. But this is more of a uh, a a. a di- <sighs> When to say dissent? This is more like a dissertation on <laughs> it is a dissent. on dissent. This is a dissenting opinion on the fandom. I just want to say that uh, Hamilton was written by Lin Manuel Miranda, and if you guys don't know where he's from, he's actually uh, he's a direct descendant of George Washington, uh, whiter than the lily snow that has fallen, Cressley, on uh, December Eve. Uh, that's a lie. He's Puerto Rican, and he's he's <laughs> definitely cast nothing but people of color in Hamilton, and yet the fandom thinks that like all Americans were like no no no. In the 1700s, everyone was super racist. You don't say, really? That's surprising. The next thing you're going to tell me was the Mongols were Asian.
0: (laughs) My, uh, what has always baffled me personally about the fact that, because I- I've been seeing since uh, we're recording this episode like three or four days after um, Hamilton was released on Disney Plus. Therefore, it is accessible to the general public. Um, Before then, we've mostly been listening to um, like the soundtrack on Spotify or on like Mm -hmm. Apple Music or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, people who have been fortunate enough to see it. Um, like either paying $800 for a ticket or like me, I had I was working at the public at the time when workshops were going on, so I had access to it. I thank my lucky stars for that. But yeah. um, I will tell you more about that experience um, later on,
1: yes. um,
0: because I think it's really like integral and important to why this show matters so much. Absolutely. It, I see thread after thread of people being like, here's why, here's why Hamilton was actually racist and a slave owner. It's like, yes, like it has been established in the Chernow biography that Manuel Miranda heavily referenced. The Ron Chernow biography, Hamilton, like this bit, it's like a thousand pages long. Yeah. It it explicitly talks about his slaveholding. Like this is no, like I, he had, he wrestled with like conflicting feelings about slavery. Like, George Washington, slave owner. You know, he released his slaves at the end of his life, but he kept slaves for most of his life. These people were not, like, good people, and I, you are allowed to feel how you feel about it, absolutely. But it's like... I don't understand the fans who are like, they're precious cinnamon snowflakes and angels, and they never would do that. No. Acknowledge your history. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, acknowledgement
1: of history isn't necessarily... Like, okay, so there's this thing that, that movies and film and TV and, uh, and and musicals do, which is this thing called take a lot of liberties with history, because they can and they will, and nobody's gonna fact check that shit because it's for entertainment value alone. If I gave as much of a shit about, like, Excuse me, I do not think that James Madison would run into a room and go, "Uh, I wrote the Bill of Rights, because obviously he wouldn't do that. Like, the point is, there's a suspension of disbelief in which everyone needs to take into account when they watch a film. Like, I... I I, I used to watch this show when I was a kid called Liberty's Kids, and it was a way to teach children about the American Revolution and American history. And yeah, was it sanitized? Absolutely. But can you sit me down and tell me how many third graders know about the atrocities of the Holocaust none oh because they're kids yeah that's exactly how it fucking works I'm sorry I understand I understand that history is dark and nasty and gritty that is the point of history if it were sunshine rainbows and lollipops then I really am not sure what we're talking about at that point I don't think it's history though Um,
0: and I I think that um I think it's the people in the fandom who um can't enjoy it there, there are two main. There are two takes that I see. Like they're on polar ends of the like spectrum. Yes. Where one is like, "Oh, Hamilton is perfect, and Hamilton is how history actually happened, and like these people are all like cinnamon angels and great." <laughs> and angel. I, I listen. You, my baby, my cinnamon apple. Um, so- <laughs> You are a pound cake with a pound of butter right there. (laughs) Right there, sugar. Um, So people are like, they're like cinnamon apple angels and have never done anything wrong. And on the complete polar opposite of the spectrum is you cannot enjoy this even critically because if you do so, you're a terrible person. You're ignoring history and blah blah. I think this Yo, can, can be. We, it, it can be enjoyed critically it can but it remember
1: can. do you remember when hamilton came so after the first cast finished so this was after 2016 uh because the, the cast left in june of 2016 yes. i remember because i just got into it in may of 2016 and i was fucking upset mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like wait what no please don't leave <laughs> but they were starting to announce uh you know they were like, here are auditions. Please come and audition. And uh now specifically, the reason Hamilton succeeds as well as it does is it is it uh is is it decol it, it, it literally takes away the aspects of whiteness and blackness and and things like that and takes a white story, which is true, American history that's been shown in in you know TV's film, movie, your fifth grade class. It's all white history. But it's it gives it to the hands of people who are immigrants, people who are black people, people of color. And, and it's just it's lovely because at the time, you know, none of us can say like like this is the issue is that I feel that using, using saying something like everyone was a hateful asshole back then. I- I truly can you can't judge that because you were not alive in the 1700s. Nobody you know was alive in the 1700s. What was done was par for the course at the time. Just like now, we are absolutely willing and open to the fact that history has been sanitized in a heavily- in a heavily white way. We can accept the fact that being a white person- I mean, fuck, Hamilton was called a Creole bastard by another white dude! Like they were all white and it's just it, it and that's the thing, is that <sighs> History is not like it's. I think even now, you'll go, we go 100 years in the future from now, they're going to be on to different things judging us for what we've done in this time. And that's how it is when you go, your hindsight is always 2020. That's the point of it. And being able to take something like Hamilton and say, okay, I have this hindsight that this was a pretty dark history, but also, damn, Hamilton was a whore. <laughs> like, I love that. Like, the Reynolds pamphlet is fucking hysterical having king george just be the one white dude and like it's great like it's so good but it was an uproar when they were looking specifically for named characters they're like we're not looking for everybody who's not white and every white actor on broadway was like but what about me where am i supposed to go if i can't get shifts at the stardust and
0: and it's like it's like this isn't for you and like Go audition
1: for one of the every other shows on Broadway.
0: Every every other show. Every other show.
1: I've never heard a white person go, you know, I'd really love to be in fences.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Like a white person be like, you know what, color purple? That's for me. That's for me. I'm really looking forward to it. I heard they're doing a
1: revival. I'm gonna go audition. Me and me and Sally are gonna be oh, we're gonna be great. Like, I get it. The music is lovely in Hamilton. I'd love to sing it. But I can sing it in my car, in my house, outside, well, annoying people at a diner. I think, uh, um,
0: I think this is kind of similar to sort of um, – uh, The musical theater sense of when Beyoncé started to make more, like, explicitly pro-Black music. Because before she made, like, kind of, like, pop music and R&B music and things, that every, like, every, like, white person, like, latched onto it. And the second she started to, like, really embrace her Black identity and, like, her Black heritage, people were like, whoa, I don't, like, this isn't for me. Like, what's going on here? Like, and I feel like people have people want to embrace it, but, like, they don't understand that, like, it's like, not everything is for us.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's simply a case of, like, one of my favorite, like, a lot of my favorite characters in musicals are are, uh, are larger women, because I am a larger woman. And a lot of the larger women characters in musicals, the ones who get the best songs, specifically like Matron Mama Morton in Chicago, it's a black woman character. I'm never going to play her. That does not mean that I'm not going to sing When You're Good to Mama in my fucking shower. Um, yeah, exactly. But it exactly. just means that when I go and audition for roles, and that's, that's another issue, is that a lot of casting directors, so... When Hamilton eventually leaves Broadway, because it will, it is not Phantom, um, yeah. it will it will go to the community theater scene. And let me tell you, don't you worry, all those Bethany's, Charlie's, uh, Timmy's, uh, Stacy's, they're all going to get their role and they're all going to be in the white version of Hamilton because I promise you I've seen so many goddamn, I've heard of, I've not seen a single one, but I've heard of so many white versions of Once on this Island, which, uh, spoiler alert to the audience, that's uh, the Caribbean of the Little Mermaid, and uh, I don't know if you were aware, but uh, the Caribbean's not located in North Dakota, so it's actually pretty, pretty, pretty separated from that kind of, you know, set location. It's not landlocked. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. It's not. <laughs> God. But that's the thing: is is it's not just because the Broadway cast is not casting white people doesn't mean that when community theaters get a hold of it, and that's something that I've actually had voiced to me a bunch of times by directors. They're like. We'd love more black people to come and audition. And I'm like, well, have you considered that every single one of you is white as a lily snow and you talk about some intense shit? Like, and like, you just, I feel like if you wanted more people of color, black people, indigenous people, if you wanted just anyone to come out who wasn't white, I feel like you'd probably do more musicals that weren't like Death of a Salesman for the 45th time.
0: Yeah, like pick shows that aren't so specifically white. And like, Megan, okay, so Megan and I in university, like in our undergrad, we're both theater majors. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually, um, you had a different experience than I did because your department was very small. And my department was actually very, um, because we were in sort of a, um, because we were in an urban area, like I my, I went to college in a major city. And, um, uh we uh, we were known as sort of like the um, I hate the term urban because it's racist, but like we're the urban university or whatever. Um, you, you know, <laughs> I'm so sorry
1: because in my head I'm like, y'all had dorms. That was cool as shit. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no, we did have dorms. It was cool. Uh, only freshmen could live in them. But anyway, um, uh, you were on your own after that. But um, but yeah, we had a um, we had a. Section of our major that was like a very vocal Black population. They put on productions, and they were like very, they're very concerned about the fact that like our, our department frequently whitewashed stuff. Yeah. So like, and one of uh, one of my um, one of my classmates actually ended up going to Juilliard and is what was on Broadway um, for a time. And, which is very cool for him. Absolutely. (laughs) What? Damn,
1: that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I just think acting is one of the hardest fields to break into, especially as a person of color, so.
0: So, yeah, no, he, and he was very, like, vocally, like, um, like, pro, like, pro- like black inclusion and sort of like um, b- breaking the mold of sort of what our department had created mm-hmm. um, and we we put on a production of Puddin' Head Wilson, which um, you guys can all look that up. It's basically a uh, play about um, it's a play about sort of mistaken identity and about um, a person, like a set of twins who are switched at birth and they are um, uh, they are one eighth black, so um, one is put into slavery and one is um, raised as nobility. And um, there was like a, a bunch of a bunch of casting issues. There was, and there was a black person in blackface on stage, which was a very interesting
1: choice. Um. I mean, didn't uh, Spike Lee do something about that? He well, he did a movie I think back in uh, the the early two thousands. Bamboozled.
0: Uh, yeah I think that was um I think that was black people in white face
1: um, oh I thought it was black people in blacker face because uh, that was th- th- the only reason I know is because in-, in college they showed us clips of that movie
0: okay yeah so that was uh, sorry this kind of like went off on a tangent I apologize but um, no you good <laughs> the point the point is um, theater like needs theater specifically needs more spaces for people of color and um, Hamilton is providing that and I don't see like any person who has been involved in Hamilton. If you see their Twitter presence, if you see anything like none of them are like speaking out or complaining or like doing anything. They're like, this is like the best thing I've ever been part of. Like Lynn, you're amazing, all this stuff. And it's like not for, it's not for show. Like they at the workshop, like they loved each other. It was like, continue. Okay. Yeah. at At the workshop, they were like, you know i mean lynn was my sweaty wonderful son and we love
1: him so much um lynn please just for the for the good of humanity never ever leave us ever as a whole
0: (laughs) never we're gonna taxidermy you when you die we are
1: we're gonna we're it's gonna be great i'm gonna keep you on my mantle
0: (laughs) (laughs) so he comes on so it was so okay so um uh can I can I go into sort of my viewing experience? Absolutely.
1: Hamilton? Well, you specifically have a very unique viewing experience because you saw it before it hit Broadway. Yes. So, and I remember you came over my house before you before you tell your story of the viewing experience, I will tell the audience that um, you came over my house and you were like, hey, so you remember Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I'm like, oh, in the Heights. I love him. He's great. What's going on? And you're like, he's writing a music. He wrote a musical. And I'm like, oh, my God, what it's about? And you're like, Alexander Hamilton. And I went, uh, the guy who Harry <laughs> Bershot? Who? Is that the, the the dude in the treasury, right? That guy? That one on the $10 bill. And if, you're like, yes. And I'm like, that sounds uh interesting oh that's good just one weekend at the public then
0: (laughs) and i was like no it's the most amazing thing i've ever seen oh yeah okay so i i got i was working for um i was working for a department in the public and my boss was like hey did you get to see hamilton yet and i was like hamilton what's hamilton and she was like oh it's Lynn manuel miranda's new musical and I said, oh, I saw In the Heights um, off-Broadway with with my children's theater group when I was younger. Yeah, I'll go. Like, is it okay if I, like, miss some work? And she's like, yeah, sure. No problem. So I go over to this um, – I went over to this uh, – I was working in Manhattan at the time, and uh, my, the theater was downtown, and um, I had to go up to these, like, workshop studios on, like, 52nd Street, which is, like, theater district, very, like, you know, there's a lot of – workshop stuff around there and it's a very small like auditorium like very little and i go sit down and um i uh and everyone's chattering and you know we're sort of like and it's it's sparse it's half filled like it's not like what
1: when did you see this
0: okay i saw this in like mid-may of 2014.
1: Yeah, I knew it was 2014. I just I could not remember the month.
0: It was the middle. It was the middle of May. Okay. And um, so I hear that um, so the lights go the lights go dim, and I hear the dun 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 do and then uh, I see this like unbelievably handsome man, like come forward mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was Leslie Odom Jr. And he started to do Hamilton. Like, you know, like how does a bastard orphan? Um, and then Lynn comes forward and I was just like, like I recoiled in my seat because I was like, Oh my God, like, like he looks good. He's got long hair. He's gaining some weight. <laughs> oh my
1: God. Oh my God. Oh, be still I... my heart. Oh, okay, so
0: So the first act was completely staged um completely staged like choreography everything the second act was everyone in a in an arc with music stands that's how in workshops it was
1: wow i actually did not know that that is pretty intense because the room where it happened is the second act and I mean, any any time before I saw the, the Disney Plus, you know, recording, I everyone who ever went to see it was, yeah, it's a show-stopping number. It's 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 and I think that's one of the things that I, I loved about Broadway is there's always a showstopper, always a showstopper. Oh, I mean, and usually it, showstopper. it always co- coincides with Act One is the showstopper, but nonstop is a great finisher for Act One. But the room where it happened, like, dear God, what a good number and I hate John Bolton for taking that <laughs> the fucking title from us. That's what we should all be upset about, people. Not whether or not George Washington owned slaves and had really fucking nasty teeth. We all know he did. It's why are we letting old white men take these t- song titles and put them in books? Bastards. Exactly. And they're not even sons of whores. I mean, they could be. I'm not, I'm not sure, to be honest. So, um.
0: was, so the first act was incredible. I, like, was so moved i was so deeply moved and like entranced i was like on the edge of my seat like leaning forward i like i was uh completely moved by like what was going on on stage satisfied was like gut-wrenching and like helpless was <sighs> so joyous and then I found out that Pippa Sue was like a year older than me and I was like fuck off then,
1: <laughs> leave me alone now
0: <laughs> yeah I hate that by the way so
1: <laughs> how, do you, how do you think I feel knowing that the woman who played Eliza Hamilton and me are the same age and I'm like you know I uh, I bought a nail file today <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So it was, um, I was on the edge of my seat, uh, dear Theodosia. We talked about this earlier before we started recording for the podcast. It really is like, so you really see, um, uh, you really see like, um, cause this is after, um, this is after Burr has had his emotional moment about like, Theodosia writes me a letter every day. And, um, like I'm Florida. guessing that
1: his his ma- that Theodosia's prior marriage to the uh, British soldier had been invalidated based on, you know, America becoming a country and all and uh, he was able to marry Theodosia and get her pregnant.
0: I think that's I think that is what happened. Um and he loved like Theodosia Junior. Like he loved <laughs> Theodosia, baby
1: Theodosia, Theodosia the Second Almighty. And you
0: would sense like the love he had for her, and even Absolutely. though even though my baby son Lin Manuel Miranda can't sing as well, the emotion in his voice was incredible.
1: Uh, I mean, th- <laughs> that makes me so happy though, because Lin Manuel, while well, he's not the most amazing singer com- in comparison to Leslie Odom Junior., uh, it gives me a lot of hope. <laughs> yeah, Great. no, so
0: that was re- so that was really moving. Nonstop was incredible, of course, like. Okay, the two different, the, there were two different, three different people cast. Um, I don't know, who, there were two people I didn't recognize cast as uh, Peggy slash uh, Mariah Reynolds mm-hmm. and um, George Washington. Oh, and, you didn't get yeah, to see
1: Chris Jackson? I did
0: not see Chris Jackson, and uh, which is such a shame because I we saw Chris Jackson in In the Heights. Yeah, we and, did.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> and
0: um, Brian Darcy James was um, King George and i actually um this is a hot take in an episode of hot takes i actually prefer him as as king george i you thought know, he did a better job
1: one of the things like one of the uh, hamilton like myths or whatever we're going to talk about that i heard from the fandom was that the reason hamilton w- got as big of an audience as it did in the beginning was due to jonathan groff because jonathan groff of everyone in the cast had the biggest name he had the biggest presence frozen had already come out People love Spring Awakening. They were going to see him, which is why he does the before theater, like before the show announcements, like, please silence your cell phones. Thank you. Goodbye. And
0: you're just no, like... I no, think, I think he's brilliant. I thought he was great and I love his voice. And But he does like a campier version, whereas like Brian Darcy James plays it a little more straight. Yes. And it's like, it, it's just more subtle. And it was the woman. I prefer Jasmine cepha Jones as uh, Mariah Reynolds. I thought I like. I love her voice. It is like oh, absolutely. Uh, it is so sexy. Yeah. But, like the girl who played her was pretty good. Like she was. She did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Um. But that was um when he uh, when David Diggs transitions from Lafayette, who everyone everyone was in love with, Lafayette and David Diggs, and um. When he transitions into Jefferson, it's like you get angry because, like, I I have a particular hatred for Thomas Jefferson in my heart um, because he was awful to his, because he not only held slaves, but was horrible to his slaves. Um,
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's true completely and totally 100% in the history books. But
0: I can understand why people got carried away, like, people in the fandom were, got kind of fooled and, like, associated um David Diggs's performance with who Jefferson actually was as a person because because he's so charming and so like and I was talking to about this to a friend yesterday of being like you get mad about it cuz you're like this guy's an asshole but he's so charming so he you shouldn't like him you so, know uh,
1: so uh I love David Diggs and is Lafayette and as Jefferson because like Jefferson's absolutely totally full of himself it's in a, in it's the music of the same coin yeah um and one of the things is when the musical originally came out I was talking to my friend Amy at the time and uh, she it's big she's big into American history like I am I, I'm'm I'm, I like to think that I know a decent amount about American history uh, and uh, so Jefferson was a man born rich who who fought for the rights of And when I say rights of people, I'm specifically, you know, what America classified as a person at the time, landowning white man. There you go. Um, That's what it was. It's not, it's not like, it's, that's what he, he fought for the rights of poor people, landowning white men. Uh, Hamilton, however, fought for the rights of rich white landowning men. And that's why Wall Street was obsessed with him. And that's why in terms of, If we have to ask why don't we remember anything about Hamilton until Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote a two and a half hour musical about it, it's because he, as a person, was, he made the bank, guys, and now he's on the $10 bill, and he got shot in a battle and died, like, sorry, not a battle, a duel, um, and, and, like, it's, In in terms of these characters, the reason we all like them is because of the actors. We don't like them because they're the... Like, nobody's out here going, I'm a big Hamilton stan. Like, I'm just really into, like... My favorite Hamilton period is between, like, 1787 and, like, 1794. Here's
0: the thing. The reason... No, like, believe me. Like, that's what... I wanted to believe like I wanted to be like, oh, you know, surely nobody like actually like conflates these actors with like who without with these. Are historical you telling me things. these
1: ignorant American children don't know their own goddamn history?
0: Oh, you bet. They think they like, they think that like, Hamilton was like, they think ha- they like head the, I hate to use this word. like I like I feel the bile rising in my throat. But like, I wait, go <laughs> say it um they like headcanon i wish you could see my like quote fingers right now <laughs> headcanon <laughs> they headcanon um like um oh, what's it called um the ha- hamilton or jefferson as like a woobie, or whatever and like apply like tv <laughs> tropes like things to these historical figures. So
1: when- let me let me talk to these American children really quickly. Okay. Did you also know that Abraham Lincoln was in fact not a vampire hunter, guys? <sighs>
0: <laughs> Just would, because okay, they wouldn't know that movie. <laughs> oh my jeer... Yup, (laughs) yup.
1: Did you know Robin Williams was also not Teddy Roosevelt? Like, there have been so many fucking movies about presidents that, like, listen, Robin Williams is... I sobbed for days when he died, and Theodore Roosevelt, listen, was he a great president? They're no good presidents. Hot take, There's none of them are good. They're just different degrees of shitty. (laughs) And Teddy Roosevelt, on my scale... I like, I think it's fucking chill as shit that somebody tried to kill him, he had a thick, folded up speech in his pocket, it didn't even hit his heart, and he goes, no, 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 take him away, I'm still gonna read this, like, oh my God. and I also have to appreciate that Teddy Roosevelt tried to keep the, the park system, like, created the park system for America, And casting Robin Williams was a good fucking choice, because I adore Robin Williams. He's a good man, and I miss him every day. But, like, that's the exact same thing. We can't say, like, oh, and Teddy Roosevelt was not racist and a good man and treated all women with respect. No, we know that's not true.
0: Just just because you, like, yeah, you can't say, like... You can't say Hamilton um, didn't fight for the rights of exclusively rich people and uh, make money off of trading slaves because I like how Lin-Manuel Miranda portrayed him in this one particular scene and he was in love with John Lawrence or whatever. Exactly. I'm like, like, listen, uh, Hamilton uh, confirmed slave over. I'm just saying.
1: It's, 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 I mean, it's, I understand, like, these are the same people, this, this fandom, the Greek mythology fandom has become the exact same shit, and I'm literally like, you guys are literally not reading any myths, you read a myth 16 years ago, and you remember it barely, and now you're just taking some large leaps now, because let me tell you something about every Greek myth, they're gory as shit, and they're terrible as shit, and a lot of them have to do with murder and rape and incest, and like, listen... I'm glad you keep romanticizing Persephone and Hades. They're related. 110%. 110%. And I don't care how many cute Mount Olympus, or whatever, Olympus lore comics you read. Uh, The actual myth was, he stole her from her mother, who is his sister. And that's exactly the same shit with Hamilton. Like, listen, do I think Jefferson and Madison were buddy-buddy and had a great time sometimes? Yeah, probably. Do I believe they engaged in rap battles with fucking Alexander Hamilton? Oh, guys, come on. Come on. That's the point. It's
0: like, it's like, it's like it is, it is, it is historical fiction. It is historical. Taking fiction. liberties with it. And if you cannot, dif- like, I... Like, Fuck it. If somebody calls me ableist, I'm definitely going to get an email, and be like, fuck you, bitch. But like, um, <laughs> if you cannot tell the difference between an actor and a historical figure, then you're a fucking idiot.
1: Like- <laughs> Yo, I, I really, I would hope that I wouldn't have to tell people that David Diggs, in fact, was not Thomas Jefferson. In fact, Thomas Jefferson wasn't black, guys. I'm sorry, that's the hot take right there. Yeah, he oh, that's <laughs> so
0: hot take. He was Lily White as the goddamn snow. Exactly, and he raped all of his fucking slaves. Like,
1: was and that's the point. Like, I think if we're talking about revisionist history, the Patriots, my favorite example, <laughs> because <laughs> it's, because it's Mel Gibson going, I am a good white man, and look at these evil British killing us, and you're like,
0: Okay. Oh my God! The the slaves in that movie who <laughs> Sir, are clearly we work, slaves.
1: We get paid to live on this land. Um, no, you don't. No, you don't. It is it is before the Revolutionary War has been started, and it's absolutely not true. Mel Gibson, stop telling, stop making them lie. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's like trying. That is that is truly trying to sanitize history. That's
1: that's the point. And the thing is, at the end of the day, this Hamilton is a passion project from a dude who read a biography on a plane trip and went. <gasps> oh my god, what dirty, dirty stories I can tell. And I'm literally like, I'm here for it. Listen, I love how fucked up American history is and how dirty it is. Like, I I kind of want a musical about how many whores Ben Franklin used to fuck, personally. Yeah. I mean, it can be like, uh, you know, like, it'll be like Big Spender, except we can call it, like, Big Ben, you know? Big Ben. <laughs>
0: I like how you had to say it out loud and you're like,
1: oh, that was... Okay, well, we're going to have to throw away this podcast. <laughs> no, we are
0: not throwing away this
1: podcast. <laughs> but that's the thing, is American history, just like all history, is nasty, dirty, filled with cursing, filled with gore, filled with murder, filled with a lot of nasty shit. And, like, that's it. Like, there's no, at no point is somebody like, if if you have somebody standing up to you and going, uh, this is a cinnamon roll and I will protect him with all costs, and they're not talking about a fake dragon in a movie somewhere, and they're talking about a real historical figure, then, uh, they're fucking crazy. Like, there's no way, there's no way that I can absolutely defend any historical figure at any point, like, just assuming that they lived a good, wholesome, clean life. Hell, Mother Teresa was not
0: a good person! (laughs) And here's, here's the, here's my thing about it. Like, if this is, these messages, like, that I'm kind of, like, pushing forward are mostly for, like, white stupid people in this fandom. Like, if you're a person of color and you feel personally affected by this and you, like, cannot listen to Hamilton, like, in good conscience or, like, for whatever reason, that's fine. You also just don't have to like it. That's also fine. There doesn't have to be a social justice reason. But, like,
1: you know, um... I'd also hesitate to say that not, like, I don't think anybody had like these kind of issues with, uh, okay, let's use an example, hairspray, for instance. People adored the shit out of hairspray. At no point, when they put hairspray back on uh, TV, they did hairspray live. Did anyone, I think, cry anything of, of you know, this, 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 this isn't fair towards anyone. And the point is, this Hamilton is all about representation. If anything, it's it's taking back our history and and taking away how white our history is and saying this is the story of immigrants at its core. And yes, there were all white immigrants, but they were immigrants, and that's the point is that. Immigration is is a shared experience between all of us. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you you were if your ancestors are slaves, that is an absolutely different story. But the point is, is that it's support people of color in theater, support a louder minority voice in theater. Because if I have to see one more goddamn Music Man revival, I'm going to shit in my pants and throw it at you, Jackman.
0: (sighs) Yeah, for real. I
1: get it. I understand. Who doesn't love Madam Librarian Marion? And I don't, personally. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who does it? Not me. <laughs> not me. It's not me. But... That's the thing. I I hate that. Like like one of the things I loved was watching the Black Oklahoma from Watchmen because I'm like, fuck yeah, I want a Black Oklahoma. Yeah, do that shit now. Like, yeah, Because and- Oklahoma is boring as shit. If they did a, you know, they did do a white musical about American history and it's called 1776 and it sucks.
0: Yeah. So here's um this is, uh, we kind of, like, we kind of strayed away from it, for good reason, because like, um, but I wanted to, like, kind of wrap up, like, my viewing experience. Oh, yeah, um, go ahead. Yeah, just just because it is relevant to, like, what we're talking about right now, like, Absolutely. thought just popped into my head. Um, but when i when i finished when it was done when we did you know like history just history has its eyes on you and um of course me like crying at the end because eliza ran the orphanage and like they entrusted the story onto her and she lived like uh the line where she's like i live another 50 years it like hurts like oh it's amazing but, but like i i walked out of that theater and i like i ran into another intern and she was like you saw it right how does how did it make you feel and i was like i feel like i can do anything like exactly it's like i felt like i could do anything exactly it was it was that transformative and i think that if it provokes that reaction in people it's got to have some sort of value mm-hmm.
1: i mean for me I think the theater has always done that. I think watching the, the live action of theater, the ability that something could fuck up at any minute, and you watch these real, real people in real moments, the ephemeralness of, of theater, that's what makes it magical. That no, th- no performance is going to be the same as the last performance. And somebody somebody's like, like the, in the recording on Disney+, Plus, Jonathan Groff spit all over his face, and I am certain he didn't do that every night. I'm certain that probably didn't happen a lot. And uh, the, the fact that the stage is an actor, and it's just, there's so much to any show whether it's a play whether it's a musical whether it's a one-man show whether it's a performance arts piece that it's you just cannot duplicate that experience in a film setting you you in an audience if you are in an audience whether that audience is 10 people or ten thousand people it's it's a shared experience that you and those people in that audience have that day that moment that time and you won't ever get to live it again
0: yeah
1: and that's what's important i think Policing something like Hamilton just defeats the purpose of why Hamilton exists. Hamilton doesn't exist because everyone's real proud of the founding father of the Treasury. It exists because Lynn read his story and read his his hurt his, like alexander hamilton's pain with having survived in a hurricane and being able to go to america and make who, something of himself it echoes his own life in so many ways and it's it's something that he felt amazing and and, and energized with that he wanted to take this story And make it his, because that's what it is, is it's not just about Alexander Hamilton, but it's Lynn taking this story of Alexander Hamilton and putting his soul, spirit, and body into this character so that he can play it in a way that, like, you're just like, yeah, Alexander Hamilton was a man from Puerto Rico who can play himself at 18, uh, 34, and 45, like, yeah, (laughs) and that's what's lovely about it.
0: Yeah, and like the fact that that experience in the Hamilton, I've kind of followed the casts as it's like gone on because I, I get interested. I'm like, who is playing Hamilton this time? Like, and, you know, it's been it's been pa- it was passed on to um, his understudy, Javier Munoz. Yes. And um, uh, I think he he played the next Hamilton. And, yeah, he and was it was the fa- cast. passed on to a young black actor. And he was like our age and he like killed it apparently like i watched a clip of him and I'm like hell yeah this guy is awesome and a completely different side but who can claim this story like Lynn saw like his life as a person of color and was like i can i can push this onto this uh, onto this guy who was seen it's like e- even then if you weren't like a wasp essentially, like, yeah. a white anglo Saxon Protestant, you weren't, like, considered as American or as, like, you know, so he was, like, othered in that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it, 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 the American Revolution at its core was, was people f- fighting for a freedom from one kind of oppressor, and that oppressor happened to have a lot more money, uh, a lot more power. And a lot more history to it than America did. America was a fledgling nation. And I don't mean to, like, explain it like, like, it, it, it's just, in terms of the odds, in terms of the straight-up odds of that battle, of that war being won and America becoming its own country, they were infinitesimally small. The only reason we won as a country and became the country that has had a, a nasty, long history, but I don't think any country in the world can say that they don't, uh is because, you know, you had farmers, you had, uh, you had barkeeps, you had everybody joining together to, and they didn't have matching uniforms, they were poor as shit, they ate their fucking horses, and they won a war, and they got their own country. And that's what it is, like, were they slave owners? Yeah, probably. Did they hate black people and, and hate slaves? Yeah, probably. Did they hate women and hit their wives every day? Yeah, probably. Like that's yeah. there's no there's no denying those things. That's the equivalent of saying did they also breathe air and drink water? Yeah, probably. It's it's just it, that's what it was. There's no there's no going back in time that will undo those things. And and addressing it does make it, you know, does bring it to the forefront, but it doesn't diminish the fact that at the end of the day, a poor ass nation who had 13 barely cobbled together colonies who were fighting within each other and continue to this day in the true American tradition
0: <laughs> yep. were fighting
1: against an empire. The British empire was giant. They took India. Like. Yeah,
0: basically.
1: <laughs> so it's, it was a, it, and that's where this whole American ideal of we can do anything comes from. And it wasn't that we could do anything. It's that we had competent leaders. Who, who saw the best and they worked the hardest to, to try and make. Once upon a ma- time. Yeah. <laughs> Once upon a time, before this country was a country. Um, <laughs> and, it's, and that's what it is. At, at the end of the day, like, yeah, does, am I, am I, do I feel a great surge of pride knowing that, I, you know, probably at some point in my past I have slave owners in my family or, or Nazis or, or what have you? No. At no point do I feel pride in that. But if I don't acknowledge it, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. It still happened. So it's important to acknowledge the past, but also to say, like, yo, at the end of the day, we're here. We're here. We're in 2020. America's been a country for almost 300 years. It's, it's, by, by almost 300, I mean, like, in 56 years. But, you know, we'll still be here. And it's amazing, and it's scary, and it's weird, and it happened. It all happened. Like, we also had a war in which the North were like, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't own slaves. And everybody in the South was like, what? (laughs) And and like, there's just, there's, it's, that's what I love about history is it's crazy. It's absolutely insanity. And just because everybody was wearing powdered wigs and, you know, wore the stupidest outfits in the world and they, you know, were hateful people in general, doesn't mean it didn't happen. And the, the accomplishments they accomplished still were accomplished at the end of the day. Like, I think this can be said of any period in history and that's where like it comes down to is, you know, we're not trying to revise any history by acknowledging the successes that had happened, but you also in the same moment have to acknowledge their failures. Of course. And that's where it comes from. I think and Hamilton does that. I think at the end of the day, Hamilton, except Hamilton does it in a way that I think is easily accessible to children, teenagers and young adults. Yes. And that is, is more than I can say that 1776 ever did, all right? I don't know who wrote it, but we have a problem. You know, they also made a musical about every person who ever assassinated someone. At no point do you see those people going, they're glorifying assassination. No, because we have a whole subgenre of white women who are like, so let's talk about Tent Bundy today. Uh, so he was an average looking man.
0: <laughs> Ted, they're like, Ted Bundy was so sexy. Um, so, which he wasn't no. anyway. <laughs> but that's the thing is like,
1: people are going to hate what they're going to hate. You're going to like what you're going to like. And let me tell you, if you don't like something that is your prerogative to not like something, don't engage in it. Let me tell you, I personally, not a big fan of children's television or My Little Pony. But do I like. You know, tell little girls like, "Hey, don't like My Little Pony," because there's going to be some scary obese men who really like it and they're going to ruin you forever. No, what you do is you just you're like, "Okay, we'll just protect them from that I, section." Yeah,
0: <laughs> you're absolutely right. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of value in not engaging in media that either you dislike or makes you uncomfortable. Exactly, there are certain things that I don't like and I will never like. For example, this is a harmless example. But, um, I, uh, okay, like, I am not a particular fan of the horror genre. I am yeah. not a person who, like, especially very gory horror movies, I don't, if it's, like, artfully done, like, Kill Bill or something like that, like, I I like it, but, like, something that's unnecessarily, like, gross, like, the latter Saw movies, yeah. and, like, are kind of, like, demean, and things that are, like, super, super demeaning toward women, and, like, things like that, I I don't like it. But you know what? I don't tell everyone that they're the devil, and, like, they're bad and i just don't engage and like you don't have like if you don't like something you don't have to come up with a social justice reason to not like it exactly you can just not like it it's okay like i promise
1: (laughs) and that's one thing that i think every fandom can learn from like we're going to touch on anime in the very near future. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited, mostly because I'm one of those people who's like, I was in the trenches. Well, you were off getting high with the French. Sorry, I had to do that. Um, no, I was into anime in the mid-2000s when it was me and every other 40-year-old man in the world. And, it, you were you you know, you there was a sense of isolation. And I am not going to lie, seeing, like, how popular it is with teenagers now, I want to I wanna cry. I want to a little bit, but I don't, I don't. You know what? Hey, I'm glad they're exposed to more media than I was. And hey, I mean, if if a girl on Twitch can get some coin cosplaying is whoever the hell from whatever the hell show she's into, good for her. Like, glad for her. Because at the end of the day, like, you should like something because you like it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Like, I love anime. Will I ever watch My Hero Academia? Academia? Kakademity.
0: Yeah. Attack
1: on hero, cacademity Titans. I
0: think probably a good example for me is, like, I also love, I also like anime, though not as much as you do, Um, but I followed it, like, when we were teenagers, and I'm, like, recently getting back into it. Am I ever going to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Probably not. I hate the animation style, but, you know, like... I'm not going to tell other people not to watch it. Yeah,
1: just maybe if you try to have a conversation with me, I'm not going to be able to contribute or want to contribute. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care, and,
0: and that's fine. Yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to say, "Oh, it's portrayal of like such and such is like." If you, if I don't like it, I just don't like it.
1: So if I'm talking with you about Hamilton and you just don't like Hamilton, you can go. I'm not a big fan of it. All right, okay.
0: Okay, so, we, what won't you do talk, this weekend? we won't talk about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how easy it is to just not force what you like onto other people, guys? It's... Or what you
0: don't like onto other people.
1: Exactly. Like, it, like, if somebody's talking about... I swear to God, if I hear one more conversation about Transformers, I'm going to break them all. All of them. Everyone in the world.
0: Wait, have you been hearing them recently? Is it 2005? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. And I won't <laughs> tell you who I heard them from, because who knows if they listen to this podcast. But... <laughs> Uh, but that's definitely, i am definitely, like, that's the thing, is I'm not here to shit on what you love, just don't shit on what I love. Like, unless what I love is actively harming someone, like, well, I mean, even then, if they're, like, okay, we're getting off on a tangent, but the point is, I'm into the BDSM community, guys. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm pregnant, don't tell anyone. I love you, mom. <laughs> but but that's, yeah. the thing, that's the thing, is at the end of the day, Hamilton is great to me. To Hillary, if it's not great to you, then you are absolutely entitled to your wrong opinion and you can keep it.
0: (laughs) But in all seriousness. (laughs) 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 But in all seriousness, Megan and I really like it. It's important to us. It has had impact on us. If it is not something you like and if you have your reasons for disliking it. That's fine. But, you know, like, you simply don't have to engage with it. Like, save yourself the trouble. Save yourself the heartache. Save yourself
1: the 15 paragraphs on Tumblr.
0: uh, The 15 paragraphs on Tumblr, the 20 tweet thread, the fucking... You know, there's, like, Twitter savior. You can block certain keywords, and then you won't see it on your... It is a beautiful experience. Just install it on your...
1: And that's the thing, is at the end of the day... You are absolutely entitled to strong opinions about things you don't like. You are. But if people disagree with you and want to fight with you on the internet because you posted it on the internet, I really can't, like, this is why I don't post anywhere because there's some shit I don't like and nobody's gonna convince me to like that. But if I started posting online about it, that's when people think that I care about what they have to say. And that's where they, they, they make the first mistake there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I think I think just at the end of the day, it's 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 a it's a good musical. If you like, if you like uh, good singing, if you like great singing, if you like getting shivers down your spine, and and a fusion of genres, and and really good dancing, and I mean just a evocative, emotional experience.
0: Yeah, it's it is truly like it changed me when I saw it. Like I was impacted. I was not the same. I was having a hard time at that internship and for a lot of reasons. Um, personal life, um, professional life, and it motivated me to get through the rest of it. And um, and beyond that, it motivated me to like, pursue other options and stuff, I was like, you know what? If he can write a musical based on a, a tome, literally, about this man exactly. I do anything
1: exactly and if you guys don't like Hamilton I have great news for you In the Heights the movie is coming out soon hell yeah in Washington okay we're done um, and, My- and, that, and our cinnamon roll son who is not in fact Alexander Hamilton but is in fact Lin-Manuel Miranda
0: <laughs>
1: stop idolizing people who, who, who are long since dead and if you're going to idolize someone idolize the actors writers and musicians who bring them to life
0: yeah, they could use your support. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to um, nearly 50 minutes of hot takes. <laughs>
1: You're, I mean, I mean, hopefully you'll agree. If you don't, email it and it'll go right in the delete box. I can't wait to not read it.
0: Yeah, honestly, it, you'll be like...
1: Hey, hey, listen, if it makes you feel better so you don't have to post the hot take on Twitter, feel free to. I'm not going to read it.
0: Honestly, dear, dearfandompodcast at gmail.com. Go for it. <laughs>
1: We'll hear we'll, we'll we'll hear it in the sense that we'll hear the the notification on Gmail and then we'll delete it <laughs>
0: <laughs> but have All a great night <laughs> right. well um, hopefully uh, by the time this uh, by the time this is posted um, things will have slowed down a little bit in terms of the coronavirus and other things that have been going on in the world you know myriad stuff absolutely um, Stay safe, please. Um, take care of yourself. Uh, it's not over yet. I absolutely guarantee it's not. not over yet.
1: And continue, right. continue to put, you know, put your mask on. Stay home when you can, uh, and just always think about the greater good.
0: Exactly. All right. Well, have a good one. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.